people. Welcome to another episode of Bougie and Unbothered. I'm Sasha and I'm here with my main chick, my <laughs> sister from another mister, Miss Kim. Hello, hello. So you tell us what we're talking about today, girl. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about companionship 2.0. Um, and I think we have a lot of phone conversations about this and I feel like this is, we very much have differing opinions on this topic, but, um, I do believe that ultimately everyone's goal is not to be a wife or a girlfriend. And I think we talked about like the privilege and not the responsibility and not having the responsibility Mm -hmm. and just thinking about the fact that, um, this concept of never together, so, <laughs> so this concept of never together is really just a situation where you are enjoying someone's company. You, you know, go out with them. This is your plus one to all things. But at the end of the day, you go back to your humble abode. They go back to their humble abode. You don't share any responsibilities. There's nothing to share. You pretty much just live your separate lives and then come together as you choose. And so it's the best of both worlds. So it's a perpetual boyfriend that you never move in with. It's not even a. It's not even a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Like it's hashtag not a, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Hashtag no title. Like you literally just exist, and it's just a common fact that you guys are together, but you're not really together. I have to say, I think this is absolute nonsense. <laughs> Yet again, here we are, grown, gamefully employed people, and we yes. cannot. Speak into existence what we're doing now. But this is, but that's what we're doing. We're not, we're not, we're defining what we want out of the situation. So it's mutually beneficial. Like we are, we have, because a lot of people don't want to give up their own space. This whole idea that two have to become one is complete nonsense. Okay. Like it's complete nonsense. At the end of the day, you I feel like people lose their identity in relationships and you know you have the situation where people have the same damn Facebook page and you know and and, or if it's a situation if I gotta call you I gotta talk to your boyfriend at the same time there's no separation I think that's absolute that's crazy too I definitely think that you should maintain your autonomy but but the the extreme opposite is (laughs) to to maintain yes (laughs) yes yes you have this idea where you can live your best life you have your own space you don't have to share your space and you just come out and play when you want to well you know at first I was very adamantly against it and had very strong feelings so I felt like this was in my opinion yet another millennial tactic to like have our cake and eat it too however I will you come concede <laughs> I will concede that all I mean for a lot of my married friends I think that the, the difficulty really does truly come in like the logistics of living together yeah. so it's just like you know having to compromise in a way that we're not used to having to compromise and I've definitely seen the demise of situations or like the true issues come up of like we have different living styles right. we have different you know, patterns in terms of what we consider to be clean and not clean. We have different, you know, our, the expectations of what a wife is and mm-hmm. what a husband is. I was not necessarily equipped for other than just like caring for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't really sometimes know where that disconnect comes. I've never been married, but 
Um, like I can see that from that perspective where you lose me is the no title thing, but we're like assumed like you're, you're ever my plus one, but I cannot claim you as anything. Why do you want to claim these? Like we're not property. Like we are no one's property. Why is this? You're my damn property. Like why is, but why is this infatuation with this possessiveness that doesn't like, what what is it that you're gaining from a title? Like I I need I need to get down to the bottom of this. I mean, admittedly, I'm territorial. Admittedly, I'm like very tied. I think to like my instinctual self, and I'm not ashamed of that. So it's just like I don't want to share. I don't but the title wait. doesn't stop a man from sharing himself with everybody else. Let me finish. Go ahead. I don't want to share. I want you to be mine. I want you to know that you're mine. I want to be yours. I want you to know that I'm yours. I want to be able to say it. I want to be able to walk through life with this baseline understanding that we are for each other. And of course, the day can come where that changes. Just like, but at the end of the day, you might have a contract, right? Like between yourself and your employer, itemizing the rules of engagement for your employment with them that does not stop them from terminating you right employment is at will and that's how i look at i look at companionship but do you still not need a contract you don't need a contract contract. but what but that's what i'm at what is the contract doing for you that is helping you sleep at night like how is that how is that fulfilling anything that you need emotionally like it gives, if it, it gives if a us man- the understanding of what we're actually doing and i i will fight that but till what my it- dying day <laughs> but so i'm struggling with this because you're focused on things like somebody saying that they're your boyfriend so you would prefer a man say no, I, no that he's your I'm boyfriend gonna, i'm gonna absolutely boycott that dichotomy that you're about to posit <laughs> right now because I can already see the cue up. I feel yes. your thoughts. Yes. No. No. If, if someone is treating you like No, but if someone is choosing you every day, they are choosing you. They are choosing So then to why call can't you, you give it to me? But why do you need that? You sound like the man who won't let me come to his house. But I digress. No, no. Why do you need that? No, why do you need that? Why do you need to not have it? Because I don't think that it. I don't think that it changes the dynamic of the situation. To give it, I don't think that it's necessary. I only focus on things that matter. Like you, yeah. No, I get it. But what I'm saying is, I feel like the title doesn't change how someone is going to behave towards you. It's all about your behavior. Change it, then why can't you give it? Because I don't think it matters. But if the other person thinks that it matters to them, but I want to know what, like, what are they going to do with that? It matters as much to me as not having it matters to you. But. Again, and I'm not asking you to validate no, it. No, I'm not asking, but I'm not asking to validate it. I need to know what does it, how does it fulfill you? Because I've only heard it from you being used in a negative space in terms of claiming somebody or being able to confront someone. It is being able to confront someone. someone is negative. I, I think, think that, that that is the worst thing that the you can do. Going back to the whole concept of never together. To me, what throws me off is, you know, I, I can I can dig 
even the separate residences. Yeah. I can dig a lot of like what you're positing and never together. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can even like dig a little bit deeper. But I do feel as though, you know, there has to be some kind of understanding in terms of, you know, some level of commitment. I feel like you can have an understanding in terms of we're exclusive. We're exclusive. We're not seeing each other. We're not seeing anyone else. So what the hell is the difference between that and like calling somebody yours? Like because they're not mine. Like I didn't create them. Like they don't. I'm not like I feel like I will not haggle with you about. But this is like slavery. (laughs) Like this (laughs) is like it is like it is like I I am very concerned that you have this nature of wanting to claim someone when they're not there to be claimed. I think that you are a beautifully accurate representation of like new discourse (laughs) that comes from our generation. (laughs) And I definitely think that for whatever reason. This might be the only old school thing about me, but honey, it ain't going nowhere because I will stand in my Neanderthal truth and that I do fine. want to claim you. But here's the thing. I want to be receptive to this idea of the title and I'm not I'm not averse to the title. I'm really not. But I don't think that I don't put as much weight on it as you do. Because I don't feel like having a ti- that woman, that French woman, that called she well, yeah. she she was a wife that didn't stop her I'm from getting saying, cheated I'm on. I'm not saying that it's like the invisibility cloak against the monsters. Right. I'm not saying that it's going to save you. I'm not saying it's your life, Raph. But what I am saying is that you know where there is no understanding, I feel like you can create a situation and let's not act like people don't do this, like in everyday situations where, um you can kind of have your cake and eat it too, or maybe not being so negative, but like you can kind of lean into a gray area. But if you guys have the understanding and if you say, I'm not going to like, that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to pressure test this. So if a man tells you, I am not interested in seeing anyone else. You are all that I'm going that's to all I need. So that's it. But that's not a title. He's 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 actually Again, setting we're your splitting, expectations. We're splitting hairs. So to yeah, me, so, a so title basically encompasses the umbrella of an understanding. So as long as you have an understanding of some sort, you're fine. You yeah. don't need a title per se. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't because care I believe, what you call it. I believe in setting expectations. I do. I believe in understanding where each person is coming from. And understanding how far this is going to go. So I think it's important to say, like, this is truly just a companionship. I want, like, if you want children or if you want something else, like, you have to be up front. So you believe in basically, like, coming to an agreement up front. Because I was just going to ask you, what is the difference between Never Together and a situationship? Because we have seen a rise. It's like an epidemic. Well, a situationship is when one person thinks they're in a relationship and the okay. other one isn't. Which is why like, you need an understanding. <laughs> you do. You need an understanding, and you need to, to you need to bring that to the table. Absolutely. But I think ultimately, at the end of the day. I think we've finally got into a place where I understand where you're coming from and I can respect <laughs> it. I don't I, I, I agree with you with there needs to be an understanding. I don't I don't place a lot of emphasis on titles because I don't think that they mean anything. And personally I think that at the point in our lives and our age, I think the titles are silly, to be honest with you. I don't want I don't want to call somebody in their thirties my boyfriend. I don't. I'm not gonna ever present you as my boyfriend. Like really you're my man friend and it ain't nothing cute about that. Like you are my plus one. Like you are my partner. Yeah, I feel like I don't really care 
about the introduction aspect because I think you that said you, you al- did. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I think okay. you always assumed I was coming from like an external gaze perspective. Yes. But no, I was coming from a us two people in this okay. situation. I need to have an understanding of where you stand and you need to have an understanding of where I stand and what and what we are to each other. I don't care yeah. what the world sees and what the world, you know, because it doesn't matter to I, me. I think you I do. I only care. I don't. But I only okay. care about <laughs> what we know okay. for each other because I could care less. I mean, I'm all, I'm actually, well, you also know that I'm I'm the person that I don't really care, like, the nature of their relationship with my family like i don't really, like because to Which me my, it like, blows, blows my mind, mind. <laughs> like, it, it blows my mind because you're so close to your family i don't see how like them not having a relationship with your family doesn't mean anything to care. you don't care about that that's another, as long as it's not a negative show. relationship i, I can't even believe that yeah i don't care about my friend's relationship with the dude i don't care about anybody's relationship with the dude but I think that that's... But I think that, that that plays into Never Together. Yeah, but I also think that... And that's another topic. I think that that's why you're seeing situations where you're not seeing red, red flags because you're not even... So all you care about is having a relationship with that person and not getting to know, like, their network or, or having them get to know I your mean, network. I think if it's organic. I think if, like, there's an organic connection between, like, the family, cool. But I guess I grew up with my parents... I don't want to digress too far from our topic, but yeah. just, just, you know, to close it. I grew up with my parents where my dad's family was his family. My mom's family was her family, mainly because, you know, my mom's family all lived in Barbados. Like, yeah. they, they weren't here. So it was just like, you know, my dad would sometimes come down. Yeah. Sometimes if she wanted to go see her family, like, it, it wasn't like an obligation or a requirement that he had to come to. Um, and same thing, like, with his family in Jamaica, where well, that's just, like, like extended family. I'm talking about like parents. No, and her, all her parents were down there, but I'm you know yeah. all her you know her yeah. immediate family was down there, so it kind of created this dynamic in my household where it was just like okay, like it wasn't a negative thing, but it was very much like okay, that's your family. Yeah. So it's just like if my dad were to go see his siblings in Staten Island, my mom would sometimes go, sometimes she wouldn't. Like it wasn't I mean, but, a but I think that I think that's different because I understand that because I don't feel like family time. My family time is like our family time I all agree. the time. Like I agree, but we'll we'll agree to disagree. Yeah, on we'll that. agree to disagree on that. But you know, going back to your point about the situationship, situationship is comes in something completely different. It's when somebody is coming into it thinking that they're in a relationship, and the other person is thinking we just kicking it. Exactly. And I, but I don't understand how that happens. It it happens because, and I think that you know, you you will talk about this probably <laughs> in this conversation, but I do think that unfortunately, you know, we've come to a place in our generation where, and I'll probably speak for you know the women that feel this way, where it's almost like you don't really feel sometimes empowered, which is crazy to me because I feel like I'm a very empowered woman, but you don't always feel that empowerment to level set, to have those conversations because it's because you're sometimes forced with those. Well, why do you need that? You know, we know what we're doing over here. Like you, you kind of get a lot of pivoting sometimes, you know, in new situations, Mm -hmm. particularly like brand new situations where it's just like, you don't know what's the right time to start having these like more in-depth conversations. You don't want to, I've done it. I've done it right off the bat. I've waited. Nothing always, nothing really ever seems right. So, you know, I think that it's very easy 
for people to feel like especially if like a lot of like the emotions and especially in the beginning the actions of a relationship you might be spending all your time with that person you might be spending a lot of time on the phone with that person you might be meeting people in that person's life next to you know fast forward like six months to a year later you know you guys are entrenched in each other's lives but have never had a conversation about what exactly is this situation but i don't Herein think it's a situation <laughs> but i i think it's not only that i think it's it's kind of expecting what do you want out the deal like when you come into it, it's just it's I, I can see how things can evolve and you're not really clear in terms of where you are. But it's again, going back to setting expectations on what is it that you're looking for? Are you even emotionally available to want to be in a relationship? Like those are the conversations that need to take place, like in terms of understanding where somebody coming from and where they're trying to go. Well, I think you need to break down your um, first combo questions that everybody should ask because it's v- very detailed. Well, because and I focus on somebody's I feel like behavior. you need to actually develop and sell a questionnaire. <laughs> well, and, but you see, but you're already positioning it like a que- It's not a questionnaire. It's a questionnaire. It's not a questionnaire. <laughs> it is organic conversation, but you're asking targeted questions to build a behavior questions. profile. It's back. It's it's just deep. It's just background details. I want to know. Um. Where you went to school, I very much, I want to build, understand your education. I want to know where you grew up. I want to know if you're an only child or if you have siblings. I want to understand your relationship with your parents. Um, Go back to the siblings. <laughs> yes. You, you sidestepping siblings <laughs> and you also want to know where they fall. In the yes, I do. I want to I know where they fall in the sibling order. Absolutely. Because it, it's important to know if you're one of many, if you're an only child, if you're a middle child, if you're the oldest, because it tells you, again, I'm building a behavior profile. So those things help me understand how <laughs> you approach situations. It's not a questionnaire. <laughs> it's not. I think those those are the questions that are more important. I don't care about how many previous relationships you had or why it didn't work out with your ex. If I build my behavior profile, I already know why it didn't work out. And I already know where you're coming from. And if I even want to entertain you moving forward. Oh, I ha- I need to know your birthday because I need to know your zodiac sign. That I definitely agree to. That is important to know because I I very much believe in astrology. Um, I want to know if you have children. Um, I want to know your religious background. I want to know if you're atheist. I want to know if you're Catholic, Muslim. If you're so, practicing, hundred percent. I need to write these down. You have you have <laughs> surpassed like what my memory can actually <laughs> hold on to. Therefore, this is a question. <laughs> it's not a question. Actually, I think you should build an algorithm. It's not. But shout out to the sponsors <laughs> who want to work with him and build an algorithm for this dating situation. We are here for it. Okay, go ahead. It's very easy because if you understand how someone behaves, then you can honestly predict how they handle any situation. So can you write these questions down for me? And put oh some my, I can write the questions, stuff? but I don't want you to read them off the list I like a questionnaire. It like a pro. Okay. That, that's all I'm I need gonna you. I'm going to finesse this all whole thing. thing. They're not even going to see me looking at my phone <laughs> <laughs> under the table. <laughs> but yeah, I think that if you have these core questions and you understand who someone is and you understand their core values, what's important to them, then that shapes, that ultimately shapes who they are and how they're going to approach you and how they're going to treat you. Like, I mean, it's just it's just simple. So I feel like those are the if I get the answer to those to those questions, 
that's everything I need to know about who you are so I can make a decision if I even want to entertain you moving forward. And if I do, then I want to set the expectation in terms of, hey, I think you're cool. We're getting to know each other. If this manifests into something great, that's fine. I'm willing to be exclusive. Um, if not, you say that? I'm okay, yeah. Up front? Yes. Lord Jesus. Because I think it's important to understand with someone what you're open to. Because I think that there's some people that you meet based on their profile, their behavior profile, where I think you'll be a good time, but I don't see myself being in a relationship with you. So if you want this to be a situation where we're just hanging out, that's cool. But I don't think any, I don't think it's going to go anything, any further than that. And so I've already set the expectation of where my head is at. And if he's really interested, then it's up to him if he can catch my vibe or if he can try to change that. But I've already, I know, I know who I am and I'm very consistent in terms of how I approach things. And I'm, I'm a type A personality. I have, I'm very set in terms of my core beliefs and I need someone to compliment that. And if we don't agree, I don't want to entertain anything with you. I don't care how much of a good time we have. If I feel like ultimately I can't have a relationship with you, it's never going to happen. So say someone wants to buy into this never together (laughs) concept. How do they weave this into uh, the conversation questionnaire? situation i mean again it's the expectation conversation right so it's a situation where look like you get you understand that in terms of the core questions you know that if he's living by himself or if he has roommates or what his situation is right and so you know because there's there's people who what was the i can't remember what the name was. it was people who get into relationships just so that they have somewhere to live (laughs) (laughs) i don't want that so I saw a major hype. I'm scared about that. That was everything. So, I mean, you know, don't want to digress, but the whole idea is, you know, if someone enjoys their own space, is autonomous, and doesn't want to lose that, you'll get that from their behavior profile and say, look, I get that. I have that too. I don't want to infringe on what it is that you've built for yourself in terms of your comfort and your lifestyle, because I don't want, I don't want anyone to infringe on that. But we'll just make an adult decision that we are compatible and that we will spend time with each other. But we're going to have our own separate spaces because that's what's going to keep us sane. So, folks out there, (laughs) we want to hear from you and your thoughts of Never Together. Is this something that you feel like we're moving towards just kind of as a generation do you see it as a future state an evolved state Mm -hmm. or do you think it's just complete and utter craziness so hit us on our our social media yep our ig our twitter um bougie underscore bu thanks for listening thanks guys